It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment, indictment update. update. Uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, it, uh, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Make sure that we're doing all I can to make sure that we all stay healthy and uh, and and stay up on our checkups and do what we need to do to avoid uh, all the maladies that we can. But this uh, we're focusing on Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And, uh, you know, you got to be the, an advocate for your own health. I will say it's been a very interesting couple of days. I, I mean... I know normally we not we don't talk about this kind of stuff, but uh, one of uh, another radio mate is uh, in the news a lot, so it's uh, an interesting turn of events at the Breakfast Club. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen, yeah. but uh, I know that allegedly the feds raided the iHeart offices for computers and electronic equipment and whatnot, and so. And well, allegedly, I, the partner of DJ Envy. Well, not allegedly. He has definitely. I was going to say arrested. the first part is not allegedly. Yeah. The second part, yes, but they did Ray. <laughs> that is not allegedly. Yeah. They did do yeah. that. And 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 the and, the, and his part. I, well, the the dude he's associated. With, I don't know if it's a partner or not. I don't know what the 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 uh, nature of their relationship is. But uh, the dude he used to bring on the show and talk about re- investment in real estate. He's been arrested and and is being held. I don't know if he's still in jail, but he, his bond was a million dollars. So whatever that is, I mean, Donald Trump's bond wasn't even that high. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And he's definitely, uh, so, and, and, you know, it, it's, it's just, we live in an environment now where, uh, you know, the people you associate with, um, uh, can di- directly have an impact on how you perceived at least. Mm. So, but I, I, I've always dug in B. I think, I think he's a, He's he's uh you know a dude I, I like and hold in high regard and I'm hoping that it works out best for, it, it works out good for him and his family I hope that Happy birthday to Drake We're gonna celebrate his uh in the birth in the uh, today's mix Happy birthday to Monica Happy birthday to Andre, um Adrian Bailion Happy birthday to Tia Takia Happy birthday to Jalen Brown from the NBA Happy birthday to Hansel Emmanuel basketball player with only one arm Happy birthday to Jalen Ramsey also from the NFL We got a great show lined up for you. Of course, Jasmine will tell us what's trending. I will have a little note from the GED section on the D.L. Hughley Show. Jasmine. What, man? Tell these good people what's trending. An interesting conversation between rich men on social media was went viral, and that was billionaire Chamath, I think his name is. I cannot pronounce his last name. And Mark Cuban. Now, Chamath basically said that, you know, you go woke, you go broke. And he was talking about, you know, cities like New York and Boston and all of that, saying how they were hemorrhaging income due to political ideology. And he was saying that people are moving from cities like New York and Boston and places like that and moving to the South. And now the South is booming. Uh, But Mark Cuban stepped in and basically was like, that's not true. It is name a company that has gone woke and went broke. And of course, right. you know, Thomas, you know, shoots back and says, you know, well, a lot of startup companies have, you know, failed. And he listed something like 32 percent. And Mark Cuban was but like, they, first they of all, a startup customer. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> so it was just interesting to see that conversation go back and forth. And obviously, you know, in the comment section, a lot of people were, um, you know, on the side of going woke and going broke and talking about how, you know, when you do say particular things, people will begin to, you know, I guess kind of uh, turn away from you making you lose your business it depends you know? it depends 
uh, when Nike uh, went with Colin Kaepernick, huh? they didn't lose their money. The matter, they gained right? money, <laughs> like dude. Yeah. They, so when when so with Budweiser, they might have lost money because Rednecks drink Budweiser. Mm-hmm. If you talk about woke, you can't be more woke than California. Twenty percent of the jobs that were created in the last three or four years have been in this state. Right. Most of the corporations. So you, it's 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 re- and and there are people that moved to like. A lot of people move. Well, during the pandemic, now. obviously, right? Sure. A lot of people move. Uh, like, the, there are more people that move to Florida, to from Florida to California than California to Florida. And the other thing that's interesting is a lot of these places, the wages are lower. There's no, uh, the, 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 uh, you can't get uh, health care. And the other thing in Florida, there are people, places in Florida where the insurance is actually higher than the mortgage and people are leaving. So you, you well, can the have other thing to, to remember, right. I was about to say the other thing is that's unfair is, is, and we've had this conversation that a lot of people who left those large cities and moved to smaller cities eventually moved back. You, what's interesting, too, is <laughs> if you attack woke, you go broke. Look at what's happening in Florida. Like, that's literally. True. Correct. Yeah. And in most of the poor states, you can't spell woke. So what are we talking about anyway? <laughs> oh, Look my God. Why. Anyway, also trending. Um, a picture has gone viral of um, uh, some shopping carts in Walmart. And the reason it's gone viral is because the shopping carts are full of food that is going to be thrown out. And I don't know who took the picture, but it's gone viral on TikTok because people are upset talking about how, you know, it's already a tragic situation in the U.S. when you talk about the number of people who are below the poverty level. And who can't afford food, right? Yeah. And we're throwing mounds and mounds of food away. Yes, we are. It was something like 20 or 30 shopping carts full, like overflowing with food that was yeah. about to be tossed out. And they called it unbelievable and disrespectful. And they were trying to figure out who they need to call to complain at Walmart. Why was the food not donated? You know, you all know, kinds of things. And it, country, it does cause you a question. In this country, food, like any other thing, is a commodity. Yeah. It is a commodity. We pay for farmers not to grow crops. We want certain things to cost money. Food is a commodity. And right now, because they, they, they call it because of hygiene and, and, you know, all these, you know. But it's a lawsuit, too. They trying to avoid. Yeah. Like every but, you know, but yeah, they, they, they want people to. Yeah. Uh, Restaurant throws away. How, how much are you, you going to say, Jasmine? No, I was going to say the interesting thing is, though, all of these studies that talk about, you know, the expiration date on food is not actually the expiration date. It's just the date that they say this is when it's going to be best. But you can still eat it after that. And so when you you take that and you combine it with the fact that food is the single largest component of U.S. landfills, we throw away 119 billion pounds of food annually in the United States. And yet we have so many people who are starving. It doesn't make any sense. You know why that is? Because most people know that if you gave food away, no one would buy it. <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't buy it. They would wait. And that, that's really what it is. It, it is that if yep. you gave food away, then why would they come to your store and purchase it? And purchase they would wait till yeah. you were going to throw it away. That's and crazy. and that cuts that's into true. your bottom line. Everything yeah. we do here is almost based on like why this oh, whole my. idea of capitalism is just predatory and it's and it's really ridiculous in a land the wealthiest nation in the world people starve and are homeless is crazy to me. All right, Jazz, coming up, we got the, a little note from the GD Sex. It's the D.O. Hugo Show. So Amari Stoudemire, uh, a NBA legend, had a lot to say on Instagram. He went on about the atrocities that are being perpetrated in Israel. And a lot of what he said was absolutely right. He was right that people who are silent about this would make anybody mad. He was right that Hamas is a terrorist organization and is killing people. I would only add that there are people dying on both sides and I feel equally as bad for them. 
I can hold in my head the idea that what Hamas has done is barbaric and inexcusable and that there are Palestinians who are innocent, who have nothing to do with it, that are dying also. But he went on to talk about how, um, um, you know, how barbaric it was to to and cowardly. And he's absolutely right to slaughter the innocents, to slaughter women and children and kids. My, I take exception with a couple of things that he said. One, he made the point that the only place that he could read the Torah or get uh, kosher food was there. The only place in the world is what he said. As you, if you heard the the audio, uh, the only place in the world I can read the Torah or get uh, or get kosher food. I know for a fact that Amari Stoudemire played in New York. New York has the largest Jewish population in the country, almost two and a half million people. So I'm pretty sure out of all the Jewish people that live in New York, there's a Talmud or two or a kosher restaurant or two. You don't have to go all the way. You could go to Philly or New Jersey or Cherry Hill. I guarantee you didn't have to go all the way to Gaza to have uh, kosher food and to read the Talmud. It is easier to find a Talmud and, and kosher food in New York than it is a black dude over the Kardashians house. It's not that hard. So that that was a weird thing for him to say. And the other thing he said, because I guess there was some local uh, chapter of uh, Black Lives Matter who made an incendiary statement that should be castigated. It is wrong. I would point out it's interesting to me how when, uh, say, for instance, a police officer does the thing, it's indicative of just that police officer, not the force and not police in general. But when a black man say, or a group says something, it's indicative of everybody. It is not. They get to be seem to be able to get to be individual the individuals. And these are bad apples. And this and the, on the other side is indicative of the entire organization. One of the things he said, uh, he called out Black Lives Matter. He talked about kidnapping and the slaughter of old people. And he called out Black Lives Matter now, for whatever you can say about Black Lives Matter. And there are many things to criticize them about. You can criticize uh, their efficacy. You can uh, you you can criticize their motives. What you cannot do is is mention them and Hamas in the same sentence. That is weird to me because they have never perpetrated the things that Hamas has done, and it's weird to conflate them. It's insulting a little to conflate them. When you talked about the slaughter of old people, you're absolutely right. Black Lives Matter has never done that. Unless it was on Fox News, the only place they've actually done any of the things that you are accusing or that you are associating with the Hamas is on is on Fox News. But you are absolutely right. It is cowardly to murder people, old people. It is cowardly to kill babies. It is cowardly to target women. And if you call out Black Lives Matter for what you think they have done or or some insensitivity, it is wrong to not call out people who actually perpetrated the acts that drew your ire. You talked about kidnapping, the kidnapping of women. There was a white supremacist group that contemplated and attempted to kidnap a woman, Gretchen Whitmer, who was a governor of uh, Michigan. They attempted to kidnap her and assassinate her. Not one word of of consternation to them, a condemnation to them. Not one word. There are people here who actually put kids in cages. Not one word of condemnation for them. So if you're going to call out the things that you have a problem with, it is wrong to not call out the people who've actually perpetrated the things that drew your ire. It is wrong to not do it. You talked about politicians not saying something. There are politicians in America that are supporting people who are involved, are supported by groups that have perpetrated some of these things. Try try to tell uh, uh, Republicans to call out white supremacy or white nationalism. Try to tell them to do it. Try to tell them to say that that's wrong. 
You couldn't. So if you're going to call out Black Lives Matter for the things that you believe they're silent about, it is wrong to not call out people who perpetrated the crimes that drew your ire. You are a marvel as an athlete. I used to marvel at how fast you jumped. I like, man, this guy can leap. Now it's just sad to see how you leap to conclusions. That's a little note from the GED section. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Children in the first through sixth grade will now be required to learn cursive handwriting after California's Why? governor has signed a new bill into law. Now, the new law uh, means that cursive handwriting instruction will now be required learning for California students, just like English, math and social sciences. Currently, 21 states require cursive writing. Why? I don't know. They say it's making a comeback. Why? I don't know. They said that they they feel it, it's a necessary curriculum needed in school. Nobody even writes anymore. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> I, I Nobody writes anymore. Just telling you, they said that it's making a comeback. And Let me again, tell you, cars drive themselves. Required. You can right? cars drive themselves. You can pay for things without pulling out a credit card. And cursive is come, come on, we'll stop it. Yeah, not to mention you? AI. Come on, man. Teach them math, stop. science, stay yeah. away, man. Everything stop. else, they're pressing that's buttons to do. Try filling out an unemployment uh, application with cursive and see. Them. <laughs> well, now everything's done online. You're right. Yeah, so it's that's really exactly matching right. buttons. Well, it's Weird, great for love exactly letters. Right. Come on, yeah. For, yeah. for you lovers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Of Thanks, course, she genius. wouldn't be able to read it either. Nobody reads it cursive anymore. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, then there's. I used to have lovely handwriting, by the way. Cursive handwriting. Right? Somehow I don't believe. Nah, I don't know. You don't have to. Believe did, some, did you now? True. Did you say it was lovely, or someone told you it was lovely? What do you? What, what, what's the I, distinction? Because that makes a difference. I'm yeah, t- several people told me it was lovely. <laughs> oh, okay. People. I mean, it's not now because I'm old and I don't care anymore. <laughs> and your hand You know who has the right. best handwriting? The <laughs> absolute best me. handwriting. No, me. Hey, Junior's to tell you, we get letters all the time from correctional facilities. I don't know what it is about brothers in jail. They got calligraphy like writing, man. The, well, you, you got, know, a lot they of got time. time. They got time. They got time. time. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> what are you talking about? Ball it up, start over. <laughs> like you, yeah, like this look nice like the, and slow. The writing inside a Hallmark card. I mean, they write yeah. like that. First of all, like, who's sending letters yeah. and who were they sending? Okay, them to? I'll be forward them to him. Yeah, we get oh, them yeah, by the pile. Oh no, 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 no. Never mind. Let me move on to my last story. You should see the pictures. Of you they draw. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, th- any baby pictures of me in there? Anyway, um, no, a new trial. Wrong. You better hope not. Tri- <laughs> one with you, but not no picture of a baby. Oh, in a new trial, researchers have transplanted kidneys from genetically modified pigs into monkeys, and they live for two years. Now, the scientists genetically modified the pigs so that their kidneys could be transferred to another species to improve the chances that the organs would not be rejected. The team will now work with the FDA on creating a path to start clinical trials in humans. Wow. Mm. Like that. You ever see that movie Piece of Me? That's what it's turning into. Yeah. I mean, is. they do hearts now, kidneys. Before you know it, we'll all be pigs. <laughs> I mean, basically. So we need to start implanting them in some people if they're making hearts. We might as well give them out. I mean. Um, thank you for that, Jasmine. So a woman said that she has slept with 300 people in a year. Uh, haters say she's disgusting, but she says she's empowered. What do you say? I say she's busy as hell. <laughs> 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 
365 days a year. You have time to do the post. Man, I was going to wow. say, 365 days a year is the only, man, you are never off. That's a job every year day. Man. Take off a couple of days on the weekend every now and then. Three hundred sixty-five, three hundred people in a year. Haters say she's disgusting. She says she's empowered. What do you say? Eight seven seven two four two two four two six. Also hit us up on Twitter at D.O. Hughley Radio or on Facebook, the D.O. Hughley Show. And of course, the website is the D.O. Hughley Show dot com. All right, we're going to begin to your calls directly. It is the D.L. Hughley Show. Um, so the question we're asking: A young lady says she has uh, slept with three hundred men in a year. Well, she says people. Um, if you read the story, she's the people, men, okay, women, well, people, everybody. Yeah, people. It's a lot. people. What's she, Wayne Brady? Um, uh, so, I <laughs> mean, three hundred people in a year. Um, people, you know, and and obviously that is a that's a pretty a good number. Um, <laughs> she says uh, haters say she's disgusting, but she says she's empowered. Uh, what do you say? We're gonna go to our social media platform. Uh, Jasmine, what are they saying out there? So Jeremy out of Ohio says nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Jeremy. He spelled it with how many spoke, A's is that, Jasmine? Any yeah, four hundred. <laughs> There's if you spoke if you slept with three hundred people in a year, I'm sure you've had something you need penicillin for. Something. Mm. Three hundred people. Now is she yeah, having something. sex with him, or is she just sleeping? She's having sex, and she's she's twenty six years we'll old. Clean it she's up, put her back. Well, maybe she's just sleeping. She could be homeless. You know? I mean, she no. said sex makes her feel good, and she said, you know, I've even slept with five people in a single day. Wow! All right. Now, it, now she says it's men and women, and yeah. so she, you know, she's not she's discriminatory. Got a hand of it. Well, I tell you what, I, it, they say the average person they say sleep with twenty. I think I just read it's 20 people in their lifetime. Actually, it was 10.5 or something. They said the, uh, that's the average. But yeah. Oh, 10.5. Uh, well, this broad is, she's the Asian setting the curb in the class right now, Jack. Uh, yeah. That's a lot. That, that'd be a lot of people anyway. I, like, I could see if she played in the NBA or the NFL. I could see that. Then. That's a lot of people in a lifetime. Well, yeah, yeah. That is a lot of people in a lifetime. But, you know, it's her body. You, yeah. know, you can do what you want. I mean, um, so a woman uh, uh, claims to have slept with 300 people in a year. A hater says she's nasty. She says she's empowered. What do you say? This is the D.L. Hughley Show. All right. Uh, it is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. Remember, indictment that if you're in Fort Lauderdale, I will be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Denea Beach Emperor. Daniel Beach Improv, uh, two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. Come check me out. A woman is claiming to have slept with 300 people in a year. Haters call her nasty. She says she's empowered. I tell you what, she is busy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hope she's gonna work from home because she's on her back a lot, like a lot, a whole lot. Um, Jasmine, what do you say? Uh, well, I mean, it is her body. I, I mean, that's a lot. 300 and you're 26 years old. Why? That's a lot it's, of miles. It's a lot, a lot of work you putting in. Now, if that's what she wants to do for her sexual gratification, I mean, hey, have at it. But I, I would say that it's a bit of risky behavior to me. I know from what I read, she got fired from her job, even though, you know, they claim it was for. Where did she reasons. work? 300 I don't know. <laughs> yeah, some kind of marketing day. job. I don't know. But she had a job and I guess they didn't like what they saw. She also has an OnlyFans account and she said she makes like a thousand dollars a day so she doesn't really care that she lost that job I was like All what right, is she but. what is she she, she, she had a market what does she market mattresses thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> a day she doing alright then yeah, let me tell you something $300, 300 people in a year by the time she 40 it looked like she's sitting on a turtleneck I swear <laughs> to God are you crazy yeah. 
Yeah, how long can you keep that up though? That's ooh. man, twenty six. I mean, I don't. I mean, that's a yeah. lot. So, a uh, young lady, a twenty six year old lady, says that she's had three hundred sexual partners in a year. Haters call her nasty. She says she's a pirate. What do you say? We got more of your calls coming up in a bit on the DL Hughley Show. A young 26-year-old lady says she slept with 300 people in a year. Haters call her nasty. She says she's empowered. What do you say? Hey, Skip, what do you say? You know what? I always say when I hear people do certain act to men, women, and they say, oh, I feel empowered. Oh, I'm naked in public. I'm empowered. Empowered to do what? I mean, I'm not knocking her if that's what she want to do. I was just trying to understand you're empowered by what? I mean, to do what? Well, I mean, I, I will, I will say I, I do under now in her particular case, I can't see how 300 people, but that's her business, right? But I can see how when that was she tells everybody, women, then it's our business too. If she it, tells everybody. Right. No, no, no. I didn't mean it that way. I mean, I mean it in a different context, but mm-hmm. I'm saying, in other words, she can do what she wants to, is what I'm saying now. Our, yeah, yeah, in terms of her I business, I'm talking about it. That's different. But I can see how a woman can feel empowered with her body by doing with it what she will, considering everybody wants to tell us what to do with our body. Whether it is from a a political vantage point, when we talk about the laws when it comes to abortion and everything else to how we cover up or how we don't. I think that, you know, it is true in this society, men specifically are constantly worried about what women do with their bodies. So I can understand how she could say having sex with multiple people empowers her. Now, Mm -hmm. 300, that's your number? Okay. It's hard to see. That was my favorite movie, though. I like 300, the movie. (laughs) That's what you want to do. I can see that. But, you know, I understand the meaning behind being empowered when you do stuff like that. that I can what, see that. Is that what Tamia meant by her song Leave It Smoking? I mean, is that... Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. 300 people, her feet ain't touching the ground a lot. I'm telling you that. That's not happening. Um, I've never had varicose veins. Ever. Alright. We're going to get to your calls in a bit. Uh, it's the D.L. Hughley Show. A young lady, 26-year-old lady, says she slept with 300 people in a year. Hey, just call her nasty she says she's in power what do you say i think she needs to go get checked i mean 300 days i mean come on it's too much man honestly it's just interesting that the question is even on the radio y'all all know the answer the girl nasty man dude any woman do it is disgusting man we grown we don't need to be out here having sex every other day so i think it's really a, a goofy question is just pose on the folks man everybody knows that, that girl either got something in her mind going wrong or got something in her body going wrong i think um if she any good at it and if so she should uh, get an agent and go to las vegas and make some money i think that um she has the right to sleep with whoever she wants to sleep it doesn't matter how many that's on her you know that's her body I'm trying to figure out if she still had insights. You slept with 300 men in a year? And what type of medical insurance do you, do you have? Because I'm sure at some point she has an infection from somebody. That's just a lot of stuff being tossed together. It's only 365 days in a year. Yeah, so she took off the weekends, what, Monday through Friday? Yeah. I don't know. Well, no, no. Remember, she said, even on one particular occasion, she slept with five people in one day. So it's not like she's having sex. Oh, that's all. She's having sex multiple times a day. Jesus. All right. So I don't even, that's probably why she got fired. She She wasn't working. 
Yeah, she was, but yeah. not for them. <laughs> working nine to five. Wow. You had to put, she had to put in some week. If she just on an average has sex with one person, a different person every day for a year, Monday through Friday, that's only 260. So she had to work some weekends. If you did, you know, just oh, yeah, Monday she through that's Friday. That's time to work. You had hits some weekends. Well, I know uh, all that mess around, she ain't got time to do math. I know that. That's pretty sure. <laughs> so. 300 people, which is exactly the number of people to get fit into the club in Dania Beach where I'm going to be this <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. We got more of your calls in a bit. Uh, it's the D.L. Hughley Show. The question we're asking, ladies and gentlemen, a young lady, a uh, 26 year old, says she has slept with 300 people in a year. Haters call her nasty. She says she's empowered. What do you say? Do you think we can go and get a car jack, jack that up and see if my baby dad up in there? We need a plunger first. They see who else fall up out there because I hadn't been getting my child support. If she was a man, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Um, however, I just hope that she's safe because there is a lot of people. But, you know, let her do what she did. It's not so much empowerment or an embarrassment. It's just a thought. 300 people, protected or unprotected, messing with your pH balance is really crazy. So that's something I will keep to myself. I think it is complete and utterly disgusting uh, for many reasons. One reason, we have a cycle once a month that lasts about five days, sometimes three days. She's not giving her body any time to clean herself out. And that's just nasty. You get so many soul ties. I just think it's nasty. She needs to have more respect for herself. I tell you, I, I, I know that's why we can't find Bigfoot, because it's going to fell in her Bigfoot have gotten lost. That's why we can't find no sightings of he done gotten lost along with Hulk and, and um what it is, Incredible Man or whatever it's called. All of them have gotten lost up in that. I think she's rich, but she better have enough money to get rid of some of them diseases she's going to get. But don't girl, do your thing. Hey, dig it, the streaming hack warrior is Sister D.L. Hughley Show. Now it's time for the streaming movie review. The Lebo, the streaming hack warrior. I'm being All I may say, Hamney, Hamney, Ham. Uh oh. Dear, my own brother. What's that, Alibo? It is the October. And you know what just happened? <laughs> what? The Columbus Day. I don't understand this holiday here. He is an Italiano explorer. He hired by Spain. So he get lost, spread diseases, killed thousands of natives, and he still gets a holiday of Syria. <laughs> this man was a terrible explorer. He couldn't navigate Internet Explorer. Then they have all of the Columbus Day sales. So what should you do? You go to the store, you go in, steal anything you want, and kill anyone who tries to stop you. Uh oh, today's movie is not about Columbus, but it is about someone who will discover how to be a real man. The movie is The Burial, starring Jamie DeFox and Tommy Lee Jones. You know, dear, my own brother, when I see the title of this movie, I thought it would be a scary movie about, you know, the zombies or the vampires. But this movie is inspired by the true events. A lawyer helps a funeral home owner save his business from corporate giants. While doing this, he exposes a complex of web and race power and injustice. Jamie DeFox is the lawyer. He is like Johnny DeCochran 
and Don the King all rolled up into the one. It's like showtime for him. But as he digs deeper into the tribe, he brings out the real reason to fight for just us and for family. Fox is very good. He stands out just like he's over by Obsidian. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is a great as well. But I have to say, his skin looks like what happens when your grandmother mother didn't put the plastic on the furniture. That's so many wrinkles. <laughs> you can find some coins and the missing remote control in those wrinkles. I'm serious. He looks like he is wearing a human disguise and one of the men in black movies. <laughs> With this said, I give this movie three armbands and some skincare wrinkle eraser. It is called Tommy Lee. Make your skin look human again. Uh oh, this is a Lebo, your hacking warrior with the stream hacking movie review. Stay safe and healthy. Hamni, Hamni, Ham. Uh oh. It is uh, the DL Hughley Show, your indictment update. Indictment update. Remember that if you're in Daniel Beach, uh, Florida, or Fort Lauderdale, the surrounding areas, I will be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. So come check me out. Earlier we were talking, um, you know, in the um, for the DLQ, we were talking about a young woman, 26 years old, who uh, has slept with uh, 300 people in a year. Um, I mean, how do you compete with that? That's a lot of people. Three, 26? Buddy. Yeah. Takes that a is, village. That's, that's almost, the whole village. That's almost the entire NBA. Almost. Uh, it, it literally. Oh, yeah. Literally. I, I, you know, at a, now, I think everybody should be free to express themselves in whatever way they would like, you know. But if that were my daughter, I would be, I would be irritated, to say the least. Irritated. I'm sure she's yes. a little irritated, too. I mean, <laughs> but, uh, I'm sure. You'd have to find you her. You'd have to boil your ass. It's going, it's going <laughs> to do something. But if that were my son or daughter, I would be irritated. Right, right. Man, my son, too. I mean, that, come on, son. That's a lot. I mean, that's that's a couple of uh, that's three hundred people will be a lot for four people. If four people between them had sex with Mm three hundred people, that'd be a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! At twenty six. That twenty man. Gracious! How you chop yourself? She ain't even hit her prime yet. We know how to top herself. We know that. (laughs) Well, I know all that laying on your back got to stunt your growth a little bit. I got to chop this. How you gonna top herself? She too busy topping other people. We talking about? (laughs) Man, that I would be if that were my son or daughter. I would be livid. I would be livid. There is a difference in my estimation between sexually liberated. Uh, and and th- that's th- that's beyond the pale for me. Literally, three hundred people is a lot for a lifetime. A lot, a lot, be a lot for a lifetime. But if for one person in a year, and you're only twenty five, what are you gonna do next year? I know. <laughs> Hope not another hundred. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> It takes all kinds. All right, we're coming up this hour. People get really upset with me, so we're going to give them an opportunity to vent with our segment called F your deal, Hughley. Then we're going to honor someone's benevolence as the human being of the week on the DL Hughley show. Now, sometimes people get really upset with the things I say, so we're giving them an opportunity to express themselves with our segment called F your deal, Hughley. So, won't you please welcome our F your deal, Hughley correspondent, Little Niecy James? Hello, this is Niecy James, your F your deal, Hughley correspondent. Today's first response comes from the DLHugleyShow.com. ShortyBob22 says, DL, you said you went to high school with a bearded midget. As you told your story, you had everyone laughing at you kept using the word midget. 
in case you don't know, midget is an offensive word. The term little person is more accepted. You think you know that, being that you're a mere inch from being classified as a dwarf yourself. But you do as you leave. Our next FUDSU Lee response comes from the DSU Lee Show app. Thriller83 says, DL, I heard you say the incomparable Michael Jackson was a pedophile. You said the king of pop was a great entertainer but a lousy babysitter? These comments are nothing short of blasphemy. Just because Michael Jackson loved to be around children so much that sometimes he gave them spiked drinks that had them sleep in bed with him didn't make him a pedophile. Today's last FUDHUGLY response is from Facebook. ODB19 says, DL, every day I hear you play an old school song and you call it a song from when your mom and daddy were still together. It may be a nostalgic feature for you, but what about those of us whose parents were never together? Every time I hear that segment, I begin to cry because my mother got pregnant on a drunken night after the club by a one-hitter quitter from a man I never met. Well, that's it for this week. This has been Nisi James, your F-U-D-F-U-L-E correspondent. And until next week, bye! It is now time for the Human Being of the Week. Jasmine, somebody's out there being human. Who the hell is it? Actually, we don't know who it is because it is an anonymous teen, a teenage boy at a skate park. Now, this actually went viral. A mother penned a letter to this teenage boy because she didn't know who it was. But he basically taught her autistic daughter how to skate, skateboard. And, uh, you know, she starts the letter off by saying, you know, you're probably about 15 years old or so, and I don't expect you to be very mature or uh, for you to even want a little girl on your skate ramp for that matter. Uh, but what you don't know is that my daughter has been wanting to skateboard for months, and I actually had to convince her that skateboarding wasn't just for boys. And so basically, this girl then went to the park, and this guy took the time to teach her how to skateboard. And the mother just wanted to say thank you. Well, th- you know what? This anonymous Tony Hawk Jr. <laughs> That's a very sweet thing. It's very nice. So, uh, an anonymous teenager doing a nice. Because what is usually more selfish than a teenager? Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> <So>, right. <laughs> look at all the teenagers rolling their eyes as you speak, and I hope they stay that way. Um, so, uh, this anonymous teenager who was just showed empathy, hum- humanity, and compassion to a young lady and taught her how to skateboard when other people might have teased her or turned the other way. Um, we give him the claps. There you go right there. Thank you so much. I hope you never get it in real life, baby. Not in real life. Coming up, we got What You Need to Know with the one on Sybil Wilkes. That's next. Coming up next on the D.O. Hughley Show. Now it's time for What You Need to Know with our sponsor, Sybil Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. Two additional hostages have been released by the Palestinian militant group Hamas. This follows the release of two American hostages Friday. Israeli officials report Hamas is holding more than 200 people hostage as fighting between the two sides continues. The House remains without a speaker, now officially three weeks in a row. A speaker forum was held Monday night to hear from those who filed to run. Pennsylvania Representative Don Muser withdrew his name from the running Monday, leaving eight contenders. Vice Chairman of the House GOP Conference Mike Johnson said it may be a long day when asked by reporters how things may play out today. Negotiations between the SAG-AFTRA unions and Hollywood Studios are slated to resume today. Management halted discussions earlier this month. Union members are asking studios for better pay, protections against AI, residuals from streaming, and more. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your uh, indictment, indictment update. update. 
Remember, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, I'm going to be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, two Friday, two Saturday, two Sunday at the uh, Daniel Beach uh, Comic, the Daniel Beach Improv. It's a nice joint, too. Very nice joint. So I look, always look forward to it. Um, it's weird because when I was in L.A. before I left, uh, when I was in L.A., uh, uh, last weekend we were in L.A., it was over 100. And so now, you know, it's... What do you mean over 100? Down. 100 it's 100 degrees. degrees. Yeah. Mm. It was 100 degrees. Wow. So, which is weird because this is usually some of the hottest parts of our year now. Like, yeah, but yeah, I think the Santa Ana winds hit. I don't know if it's Santa Ana, but I know it's hard <laughs> as hell to be a superhero with a costume on in 100 degrees. I know that. <laughs> I wanted to be Aquaman, but nobody could swim back then. <laughs> be Air Conditioned Man. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I don't want to be Stroke Man. That's for sure. I don't want to be him. Uh-uh. Hot. Um, coming up this hour, we got a song from When Your Mom and Daddy Were Still Together, plus my top five. We got a little note from the GED section, and we, of course, will cover today's top stories with what is trending on the D.L. Hughley Show. Now, of course, women are experiencing health issues much younger than before. We're going to tell you what to look out for. Jasmine, give us five medical tests every black woman should have when she turns 30, before she turns 30 by Meg Butler from Madame Noir. Ooh, number five, a mental health screening. <laughs> Gotta get that psychological <laughs> test done. <laughs> Without well, question. No argument there. <laughs> <laughs> Number four of the top five medical tests every black woman should have before she turns 30 a cholesterol test. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if it runs well, in your family. All of your personalities, too. Yeah. You have to do that. Uh, number three of the top five medical tests every black woman should have before she turns 30 a health, a heart health test. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Women have heart issues. There's so many. I know some young women that, you know, pass. Well, it's the number one killer of African-American women. Wow. Over everything. Heart disease. So get the old tinker checked out, please. Number two of the top five medical tests every black woman should have before she turns 30, a mammogram. Oh, yeah. Yes. You should definitely do that. A lot of misconceptions about the age. I know they keep lowering it when we've been saying it for years, it ought to be lower. And now, you know, on a different level, they're saying, well, initially we thought 50, then 45, now 35. But black women, for sure, always get get your boobs checked. Yeah, sound like get a, a man. Sound like a backwards auction. 55, And the number one of the top five medical tests every black woman should have before she turns 30, a mold screening. Yes, indeed. and I think it's because a lot of black people think that you can't get skin cancer because we're protected yeah. by our melanin. Yeah. Let me tell you something: yeah. you got to put that sunscreen on, and if you have a weird-looking spot or well, well, you know, well, <laughs> melanin have does have a protective quality, yeah, but about it. It's it does, not, it's not but it is not it's enough. Pre- yeah. It's not enough. So you need melanin to melanin protects us from the police as much as they do the sun. We have some going. Yeah, well, then <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Dio Hughley Show. Your indictment update. Indictment update. Make sure that if you are in Dania Beach or Fort Lauderdale or surrounding areas this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to be there this Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the Dania Beach Improv. Two Friday, two Saturday, and one Sunday. Come check me out if you get a chance. Jasmine Sanders, what did you learn today? I did not think it was ever going to happen, but it has finally happened. The trifecta. Tyrese, Genuine, and Tank have set aside their differences <laughs> to go on tour TGT. coming up in 2024. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, I wish them great luck, you know, because individually they're great. Collectively, they're going to be even better. But let's hopeful. Let's be hopeful that, you know, they can keep their egos in check because that's what happened the first time. I will tell you what. Um, I read something interesting about Tyrese's ex. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, she was saying that they had a great relationship 
and she succumbed to peer pressure. She said she also said she'd take him back right now if she could. Yeah, I mean. But it's interesting that she would admit that some of the things he was saying, he was right about. Right, but I, I think he can be erratic sometimes in the things that he says versus the things that he does. Case in point, when he went on The Breakfast Club and you listen to the interview and you listen to how he was versus how he was when he came off, it was a little weird. He himself, out of his own mouth, says, I should be taking medication, but sometimes I just don't. And when I don't, it ain't good. So take your pills, Tyrese, when you go on this tour. Yeah. Please. We want to see the show. I'm sure they'd be great CBS. Maybe the tour should be sponsored by CBS. Right. Skip my man Cheatham. What did you What did you learn today? You know what I learned when you talked about TGT TGT getting back together. I have a part of that. I'm actually the one who introduced Tank. I mean, I'm sorry, Tyrese and Genuine, and they ended up being great friends. But I actually introduced them because I both knew them, and people thought I was part of the group. When that group was first coming out, nobody had ever heard of them before. They were just running. We were all running around in L.A. And some uh, article wrote in a newspaper, apparently there's a new super group out. It was Tank, Genuine, and Tyrese, and some other guy we didn't know. But they actually wrote that in the article. I was the other guy they didn't know. So Yeah, but I, David Gray. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I couldn't sing, so, huh, well, you know, so. That's it. But you know what? We were going to call some it the Shirts have... Off Tour. And back then, I could have did that. But, yeah. Huh. Some people never get the credit. Some people <laughs> never do, man. On the next D.O. Hughley Show, we're going to be talking to the, irre- the, the, the one and only, the irresistible Cheryl Underwood. She will be joining us on the program. Plus, we're going to be giving a deserving someone the Shoe Booty of the Week award. It is the D.O. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite shore bus operator. Pull that string. We got to go. Toot, toot. It's the D.O. Hughley Show. We will definitely see you on the other side.